0: Game of Thrones season five is over, but we're just getting started at the second annual Throner Awards. Woo! And now, here are your co-hosts for the second annual Throner Awards. I'm Rob Sisner, here's
1: Josh Wiggler, live from the Sept of Baylor. Yes, it's the Freaking Throners! What a n that the Game of Freaking Throners, yeah. Yeah, hey! throners Jams Volume Two. Wow, you're like Billy Crystal on the opening opening oh, musical number. I have a lot of hype to live up to from last year. <laughs> last year was very musical. I wanted to make sure that this is an even more musical throners Yes, I'm yes. amped up, Rob. I'm psyched. It's been too long since we talked about Game of Thrones, and it's only been a week and a half, and that means that this off season is going to be horrible. <laughs> it's only it's been be the worst. It's only been a couple of weeks here, but, but I mean, we are I talk ready to every day. But we don't talk to Game of Thrones. We don't talk about Game of Thrones enough.
0: Not every single day although most, most days, most days, and usually in some ways it comes up in what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, because you've been listening to audiobooks. You've mm-hmm. become a really big fan, Rob. I'm so proud of you. Your, your transformation has been incredible as a Game of Thrones fan. I made it. I made, made it. it. And
0: made Josh, we're here to announce our awards for season five of Game of Thrones at the second annual Throner Awards that you, you people, the small folk have voted on.
1: Yes, the small folk have voted. We have tallied the votes. Thank you, as always, to uh, Sir Curt of House Clark, the tabulator that rides. He is the man that sets this thing up. He got our poll up here for the Throners, for volume two of the Throners. Really exciting stuff. We got some new categories this year. Really exciting stuff. I'm, I'm the only one who has seen the results. Rob has not seen the results. I can tell you we're in for a very fun night. This is going to be really good. Yes,
0: everything that happens tonight is going to be a surprise to me. Not to Josh.
1: No, not too many surprises for me. Uh, Many surprises for Rob. Many surprises for you. And it's going to be a deeply, deeply embarrassing night for me. (laughs) But it's going to be very fun all the same. It's going to be great. We're going to have a good
0: time. Lots of fun stuff to do. So, Josh, do you want to just set up the history of the Throners at all and what this is for? I'm sure we have many new listeners along the way from last year when we did the Throners back in August of 2014.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been doing post-show recaps really for not even quite a year and a half yet. Uh, we, we started in the, I, I guess it was the winter of 2014, but Game of Thrones uh, and Walking Dead. Walking Dead first, and then Game of Thrones is our first really big show we were doing here on post-show recaps. It was a, a hit with you guys. You guys really liked what we had to say about it. And by the time we got to the end of season four, which was such a killer season, We felt like there was still more Game of Thrones stuff that we wanted to talk about. Rob was really getting into it, listening to theories and and podcasts and reading the books via the audiobook. And we were just really amped up on Game of Thrones, so we decided, let's do something fun. Let's thank the fans. Let's thank the people who've been listening along to us uh, throughout that whole season. We came up with The Throners, which was just a goofy little award show that we put together where you guys vote on your favorite characters, your favorite moments, your favorite episodes of the season. And it was a huge hit. You guys seemed to really enjoy it. Rob and I had a blast last year, too. Uh, Some people got a little bit too rowdy at the party, looking at you, Samwell Tarly. um, But it turned out okay. Things were good, and we have a a much stricter uh, alcohol policy this time. I don't think there's going to be too many drunken shenanigans at this year's Throners.
0: Yeah, the thing that we didn't quite set up is that the actual party for the Throners with the entire cast is being held in another location. We are heading there after this. This is just the announcement of the results. The actual party is happening somewhere That's else. Later tonight. That's later tonight. That's later tonight. But we are tapped in via Raven to what is happening at the party. Yeah.
1: And the first 50 voters for the Throners this year, you guys should have received Ravens with instructions of where the after party is. So I hope to see you guys there. That's going to be a really exciting time.
0: Yes. So so much to do. Let's go ahead and jump in. What what's the first award of the night?
1: Well, I think just to set this up first off, you know, I I mentioned it before and I I think, you know, people who remember the Throners from last year, are going to be very excited to know and, and relieved, I think, to hear that, um, look, Sam had a really difficult time at the Throners last year. It was really tough. His girlfriend, Gilly, won the Least Valuable Player of the Season award. That was harsh. He was, he was dumped on. He was removed from the premises. He got, he got out of hand. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled to announce that Sam is getting close to celebrating one full year of sobriety. Oh, Wow. He's really come he's really come through this. He's come out of this on 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 the on the right side of things and he seems like he's really getting himself together. In fact, he has pursued a new career since he's left the wall for Old Town. Oh. What's he uh, going to be doing? It turns out that he doesn't want to be called Samuel Tarley anymore. He would like to be known from henceforth as DJ Sammy Slayer. DJ DJ. He is going to be DJing Uh, a new station called w a l l the wall uh and he would like to to demonstrate what he's capable of doing tonight here at the throner so we said you know what redemption story let's get sam back involved and let's turn the turn the show over to dj sammy slayer
0: okay yeah it was very ugly what happened last year and i'm happy to hear sam i thought he was going to be a maester what happened to that it didn't take oh it didn't take it didn't take okay so
1: reading is hard (laughs) <laughs> it's hard <laughs> it's tough tough work uh and there's like a whole chastity thing involved with the Maester thing and as mm. we have seen in season five that's not really his bag anymore okay. okay
0: so here we go here is uh something that sam put together just play this track from
1: sam uh let's 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 hold off on on that one let's let's just get straight into these votes so sam is going to be guiding us through the uh the winner's of the night he has uh, he has called favors in from some of the hottest artists in westeros throughout the seven kingdoms he has a lot of people who have uh, contributed to the to the music of the night so we are going to just let him take over that but let's let's get into let's get into the awards themselves rob okay let's, let's start on a high note we we have two awards here um that we like to kick things off with we've got uh the sun and stars award for the season's most valuable player and the Burn Them With Fire Award for the season's least valuable player. And for these two awards, which are major awards to start off with, it's basically the best actor and worst actor. Best character, worst character of the season awards. Uh, Basically, everybody's eligible. You put together an extensive
0: list of characters that were eligible for most valuable player and least valuable player.
1: Yeah, and we're not going to run down the whole list because that will take forever. We'll run down nominees as we get into some of these categories that have shorter nominees. But for this let's you know just imagine that basically everybody's up for grabs right. Everybody is up, up for grabs. grabs Josh did a current of
0: house Clark let you know how many results how many ballots were cast uh,
1: I don't have that in front of me okay, we'll uh, I will find that information I, I think it was it was it was a decent amount it was about 30, 30 million 30 million yeah about 30 million <laughs> Ravens wow. were sent our way here wow. for throwers wow. volume 2 it's incredible I think incredible well we appreciate all that the might sport, be an
0: Yeah, really, we we really do. That every person who watches Game of Thrones voted twice for this. Really appreciate
1: that. Thank you, guys. It's good stuff. You know, it, it's, it's showing the health of the Throners. And I think that we'll the be casuals turned out for this. The casuals came out for this. They really did in full force. Uh, Rob, you and I, we didn't get to go over the nominees last year when we had the Throners volume one. We did a podcast running through the categories, running through the nominees and talking through all the categories, getting your take on who you thought were some of the front runners. We did not get to do that this year. Rob, MVP and LVP. Let me get your gut check here before we reveal the winners. Who do you think is going to be the MVP? Boy, MVP of the season. Give a couple candidates. You know, talk talk it through a little bit.
0: Hmm. Well, Jon Snow has the great episode in Hard Home. I think that's sure to pick up a couple of episodes or a couple of, of throners here tonight. Just looking over the list, I gotta feel like he's in the mix for this. Tyrion Always a contender. He's the reigning champion for this award. award.
1: Yeah, he is. He he got the he won the vote last year. I have this in front of me. He he had twenty eight percent of the vote for MVP and won uh, on twenty eight percent of the vote last year.
0: Hmm. I'd say John Snow if I had to go
1: with it. If you had to guess, if I had to guess. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's waste no more time. Let's hear from DJ Sammy Slayer. DJ Sammy Slayer, who won? The MVP award.
0: Okay, here we go. Yeah. Can you feel the hype? There's a long build up to this. Here it goes.
1: What do you think rob john snow first winner congratulations john snow. john snow mvp winner of the sun and stars award for the season's most valuable player jai hoeing his way up the stage he's looking pretty spry for uh, for a dead guy wow so are the rumors true is he back i guess he's on his way i mean it, he's looking healthy you know i'm looking at his face and I could see his <laughs> eyes are changing color.
0: Wow. How about that? Hi, always,
1: how, how long does Sam want this to go? <laughs> Sam, Sam can cut it right there. Sam, that's enough. Enough Jon Snow Jai Ho. <laughs> wow. Jon Snow with 45.67% of the vote is the MVP. It wasn't even close. Last year, he only had 8.2% of the vote for MVP. Uh, Tyrion with 28% winning. This year, Jon Snow wins with 45.67% of the vote. Not even close. Second closest was Tyrion with 8.98% of the vote. What do you think about that, Rob?
0: Congratulations to Jon Snow. Do you think that he got the sympathy vote after being murdered at the end of the season?
1: You know, I've been thinking about this. One thing that we're doing differently with Throners Volume 2 versus Throners Volume 1 is this is much closer to the end of Season 5 than Throners 1 was to Season 4. We had about a month, maybe even a month and a half in between uh, the end of Season 4 and the Throners. We had all of July pass. We got into August, and that's when the Throners took place. So John is very fresh in people's minds right now, uh, deservedly so. He was the last thing we saw in the season five finale. It looked really bad for him. Um, so you could you could argue that it's sympathy votes. At the same time, I do think that John was at the heart of some of the best action of Game of Thrones season five all throughout. You know, the the story at the wall was super compelling. He gets anointed Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, 998th Lord Commander. That's that's no small feat. He's at the center of Hard Home, which was an insane episode. He gets to use Longclaw and destroys a White Walker. Turns him into ice with one swipe of Valyrian steel. Has turned that great moment with the King. It turned out to me ice. Um, so it was it was good. It was a great season for Jon Snow. Uh, I'm not surprised to see him win. I am shocked that it was such a runaway. Yeah, congratulations to Jon Snow. And just
0: to pick up where we left off in this discussion of is Jon Snow potentially coming back? You wrote an article for MTV.com recently yes. where you were talking about this theory about did Jon Snow's eyes change colors. I emailed this to viral, you. Viral, viral article. Was, yeah, I was reading, I was flipping through it one of these virus other... virus article. You've got the virus. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was like reading some article
1: on something else and somebody's talking about your theory. I know people have been linking this to me that uh, y- you sent me an UpRocks article. Someone sent me a Yahoo article. People were writing about my Game of Thrones eye, eye, eye theory. It's cool. Mm. Nice. Um... I'm, I've am i come around to believing that I do think it was just his eyes are dilating <laughs> as, he, as he's dying. Sorry. Sorry to let everybody down. What if George uh, R. R. But I R. Martin that comes that, out? I don't think that precludes the fact that he's coming back to life. I think he's <laughs> definitely coming back. I still hold to that. All right. Wow. All right. Okay. Uh, some some other interesting stats with the MVP. Uh, we have uh, the who, the second highest was Tyrion. Third highest? Any guess?
0: I think Tyrion might be living off reputation this year for MVP.
1: He had kind of a, you know, a, you know it, wasn't, it wasn't Tyrion's best season. A little, a little meandering. Who do you think got third? Who do you think was uh, third in the rankings for St- Sun and Sars Award for the MVP? I'm going to go with Arya. You'd be wrong. No, oh, who's that? Arya's not even the top six. Whoa. Uh, it goes Jon Snow, Tyrion, Drogon is at 3. Drogon was number 3 in the MVP? Drogon at 3 with 6.6%. Wow. Uh, Cersei Lannister at 4. uh, 5.04%. 1-1 the Giant. 3.62 in 5th. And the Night's King right behind him. in sixth. That's the top 6. We had some no-hitters. We had some people who just didn't get any votes (laughs) at all. Ariel Hota from Dorne, whoever the hell that is. (laughs) Bron of the Blackwater got 0 votes for MVP. Uh, even though he, he was uh, he was Jamie's wingman in Dorn, I guess people just didn't like Dorn, A lot of the Dornish people got no votes. Doran Martell, Hilarious Sand, uh, the Sand Snakes, Tristane Martell. These people got zero votes yeah. here in the ward. Marcella got no votes for MVP.
0: Josh, what did you hear about Braun showing up with the
1: Sand Snakes earlier tonight? Uh, I heard that he was... Um, he was he was there. He was telling he was bragging to everybody about how he's dating the most beautiful woman in the world. He had the, the sand snakes were all falling off of him. Um, and then I heard that some people were starting to get a little bit sick in the VIP room. Mm. So I'm wondering if some of that sweet, sweet poison action is starting to float around. So I'm a little nervous about that. So we're sending security to sort through that. Also, we didn't set this up at the
0: top of the show. This is an interactive program, as always, on Post Show Recaps. And The Throners is no exception. You could send us in your tweets and comments during the show, both by using Twitter, hashtag PSRecaps, and hashtag The Throners. Also, you could post them on our YouTube channel at postshowrecaps.com. Not everybody's been happy with the decision for MVP. Uh, Beaker Meep lets us know... The Mountain cast a vote for Kyburn.
1: Wow. Yeah, I would buy that. You know, the Mountain's got a lot to be thankful for. I think Maester Kyburn is the MVP of the Mountain's life right now. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot to owe that guy, including his life, yeah. first and foremost. Or his, or his Franken life, perhaps.
0: Yeah. Everybody's also very concerned about Sam. Uh, this is from SmackSlab Lab. says, hopefully
1: Sam doesn't drink no, too much wine no. and make a fool of himself again. No, no, no. Sam is clean and sober. He hasn't been uh, nipping at the at the milk of the poppy either. You know, that was one of his vices. And he's been he's been clean. He's been clean. He's he's almost going to he's about a month away from getting his one year dragon. Mm. And Blake
0: is not happy so far says, if 1-1 one, one doesn't run the table at the Throners, then
1: all hope is lost. Hashtag 1-1 one, one, number one. 1-1 one, one, number one. Well, listen, 1-1 uh, one, one ruled throughout season five. He's going to have some opportunities here to do some damage at the Throners. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, all right. So let's move on. The other piece, the yin to the yang of the Sun and Stars Award, the MVP Award. Let's talk about the Burn Them With Fire Award. Released valuable player, Rob Give me some projections. Take a look at the list. Just in your mind, Game of Thrones characters that would be eligible for this is basically anybody who is in season five. Who do you think people are negative on this season? Well, last year, it was Gilly.
0: And very unfairly, I thought. The voters really turned out to be jerks with that one with the vote for Gilly. I would have to say... I feel like Ramsay Bolton or Stannis is going to be the person that walks away with this one. And I'm going to lean more towards Ramsay Bolton. The question is going to be, is Stannis fresher in people's minds? But there could be a dark horse in that little bastard and not in the good way. Ollie. Yeah, your favorite character, right?
1: Yes. Your favorite character in season five. Ramsay, Stannis or Ollie. I think that's your top three. All right, so put your money on one. Who's it gonna? Who's it gonna be? Who's walking away with this? That little f Ollie. Okay, that's your prediction. All right, well, DJ Sammy Slayer, let's hit it. Let's find out who wins the Burn Them with Fire Award for least valuable player.
2: Oh no! Defensive foreboding. Make way for Prince Ali. Oh, no. Such hate for Prince Ali. Hey, what the crap? This is so bizarre to have wildlings among the Night's Watch. Hey, you be the first of the watch to stab this guy. Make way, here he comes. Get Chunk no stab his guts. Oh, you're gonna hate this guy. Prince Ali. spectacularly screwed up the Night's Watch. What a prick has no respect for Robsy. <coughs> Robs tried his best to stay calm. Now it's time to sound the alarms. Because always the worst and deserves all your rage. Prince Ali, shitty is he. Y'all, the blah, blah. Strong as ten, Magdor of Fenn, definitely not. He'll beat the White Walker for along with a hundred knight's watchmen's sword. Just kidding. He'll die because he killed off the Lord Commander. Ali! You're
1: the worst! Thank you, DJ Sammy Slayer. Yes. Oh,
2: God.
3: Wow.
1: Ali! Ali! Burn him with fire. He is the least valuable player. Ali, not of the Night's Watch, but kind of of the Night's Watch. Now, he's not coming tonight. I made sure that I said he didn't get an invitation. About that. (laughs) We invited Ali? We didn't. We didn't invite Ali. He got in as Alistair Thorne's plus one. Uh, we didn't we didn't remember. We can't we didn't we gave Alistair Thorne a plus one. First off, we gave Alistair Thorne an invite. That was an oversight. That was stupid. <laughs> that was a bad call. That was a bad call. Well, he told but, yeah, us yeah, that Ollie, he had a- Ollie is in here? He's not drinking. We're making sure of that, but we can't just kick him out. Alistair Thorne would be very upset. He's an intimidating fella, so Ali is here. Ali is here to stay. Yeah. Well, Alistair Thorne said he had something to show us tonight. Uh, yeah, he said that he found Benjamin Stark. <laughs> yeah, he said Benjamin Stark was his plus one. We're supposed to meet him later. Yeah, so that that's coming up later. I'm really excited to find out what's been up with Benjamin Stark uh, all these seasons that he's been gone. I'm sure Alistair has a really great answer for that. Josh, talk
0: to me about the results. How close was it for Ollie?
1: This was fairly close, and frankly, I'm surprised that when you were talking about the candidates for burning them with fire, you didn't even mention the sand snakes. And, you know, we were thumbs down on Dorn all season long. And I was really expecting that the Sand Snakes were going to walk away with this one. and It wasn't going to be close. Uh, not only does Ollie win, um, but the Sand Snakes, they're, they're the next closest. And it really is. It was just a competition between Ollie and the Sand Snakes. The Sand Snakes had 17.69% of the vote. Nice. Ollie walked away with this with four percent Yes, I hear what you're saying with the Sand Snakes and the, and the numbers. Very <laughs> impressive numbers. Yeah. Uh, and hilarious sand in third with six percent, uh, so between the sand snakes and hilarious sand, it was close. It was close to ollie if you combine uh, those two results together okay um, but Stannis is uh, let me let me see Stannis was uh sixth Ramsey's not even close to the top. Mm. people aren't that how mad for, at Ramsey, and i don't know what that says i don 't know what that says about anything uh, quickly people forgot. How quickly people forgot, Uh, Brienne of Tarth is in the mix here with 4.27% of the vote. Wow. Uh, So that's that's not great. Uh, We had some no-hitters here as well. Some people who were not even considered for LVP. Barristan the Bold. People were kind to Barristan the Bold. He had a hard season, a short-lived season. Uh, So people were nice about that. Dario Naharis got no votes for LVP. People like that. I think it has a lot to do with the juicy buns that we got to see throughout the season. That was pretty good. Uh Davos, no votes for LVP. I'm surprised he didn't get one. Yeah. You would think maybe he
0: was more appreciated than we imagine. Yeah.
1: Um and Gilly, who was the winner last year, uh with fourteen point eight percent of the vote last year, only gets one point nine percent here. Hmm. Okay, How about that? well bounce so back year for Gilly. Bounce back year for Gilly and only one vote for LVP for Samuel Tarley. So things are looking up for DJ Sammy Slayer. For Silly. We're silly. We're shipping silly. <laughs> we're shipping we're doing, silly. We're getting silly here. We're getting silly here. So that's, that's what's going on here. Uh, Rob, people have been um, writing to me and reaching out to me and sending Ravens and, just, and anytime they would see me in Flea Bottom, they'd be asking me what's up with Rob? What's up with Rob? Uh, you know, He was so passionately against Ollie earlier in the season. He's been so tepid on Ollie recently. People are disappointed that you're not angry with Ollie. Especially after what he did to Johnson. Snow. I'm not
0: more angry with him because i could not be more angry with him that
1: you're, you're just that disappointed
0: he was a little Is douche. A disappointment or rage <laughs> i'm i was already as mad as i could be uh-huh. he was a little douche he's a little ingrate and i hate ingrates that's one of the things I, re- I really i know hate. this
1: i know this the more i've gotten to know you the more i know this to be true
0: yes i really i really do hate that about people that somebody john snow took ollie under his wing and then Ollie says to Jon Snow like I'm the man now dog. Yeah, who's
1: the man now dog? Yeah. Don't like that. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Shut up, Ollie. <laughs> for the watch. For the watch. Yeah. Screw just you, Ollie. The
0: freaking watch. Screw you. Can't yeah. wait till you're a zombie.
1: Yeah, that's happening. That's happening. That's happening Love for it. sure. It's going to be great. Okay. Unless like Zombie John Snow comes back to life and redeems Ollie saves Ollie or some no. dumb stuff there like that. There is no redemption for Ollie. If that happens and John Snow wins MVP next year, thumbs down. Thumbs double. down. Double, double thumbs down.
0: Thumbs down. All right, so many comments on Ollie's win for LVP. First Sarah Blackfire says, "I will never get the Prince Ollie song out of my head. He deserves this award, F Ollie." F Ollie. F Ollie is right. Sure. I'm with you Sarah Blackfire that's right okay this is from bail bard who says ollie shame. shame shame shame
1: shame shame ollie shame 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 shame, shame. <laughs> could, could ollie take a walk of atonement well there's some like critical component involved with that that makes this a little weird to even suggest okay all right fair enough think, yeah so. this is we don't want o- to get in trouble here. Our Philly
0: says, if Ali doesn't burn with fire at the throneer's site, I'll be devastated.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, word is just spreading throughout the VIP room that Ali has won the burn them with fire award. And I hear that Melisandre is eyeballing him pretty hard right mm. now. So we'll see. We'll see. Developing story. Yeah. Ali's parents weren't Kings, right? We can't get anything
0: on the uh, King's blood there.
1: No, we can't. We can't. We can't. Um, okay. I don't don't think that's going to work. Although, didn't somebody have an idea that we could just make Ollie King for a day? I think that was Matt Campbell who suggested that. Okay, let's do that. You know, if if, if they're playing Kings back there, the the drinking game, you know, maybe they can make him the King. Royal Treatment. Royal Treatment, that's right. Royal (laughs) Treatment would be a great game to play right now.
0: Yeah, Beaker Meep says, is this where we can vote Ollie as the most hated Game of Thrones character? He
1: actually outdid Joffrey. Indeed. Yes. Well, we did. We voted Ollie as the most hated character. I don't know if he outdid Joffrey. That guy sucked. Uh, but Ollie is pretty bad. Gilly Ollie outdid Joffrey <laughs> this, past, <laughs> this past year. I think people like Joffrey. I think that people, you know, despite all, it's the same thing, I guess it's like the same thing with Ramsey is like you really love the guys who really own their awfulness on the show like you you want those characters on the show you might not like them as people you might not agree with what they do hopefully in the case of those two guys you don't that says a lot about you but i think um you want them on the show you want these characters on the show and a guy like ollie who thinks that he's doing the right thing and doesn't feel bad about what he's doing and all that stuff you know just get rid of that guy okay done with that guy
0: also our philly wants to know i really hope you guys tell me where we can get our hand on dj sammy slayer's new album at the close of the show it's on itunes right it, it's
1: on itunes yeah you just you just have to or it's it's not on itunes yet it's waiting to get approved um but he's gonna have uh hard copies at the door at the vip party later tonight so if you were one of the first 50 to vote for the throners and you got an invitation to the vip party you'll be able to get your hands on it there
0: yeah, I did hear there's going to be some really good musical acts that are going to be performing at the after party. I heard that the stage was going to be set up and there was going to be a big musical number by Prince wow. Doran.
1: Prince Doran. I hope that he like you know dances around on stage a little bit. That guy tends to be pretty stationary. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not a great live show, but you know, his his uh, studio music's incredible. He was gonna be playing Purple Reigns of Castamere.
0: Mmm, I can't wait for that. <laughs> it's very it's a downer. That's the ladies, like it. The ladies, <laughs> the like, ladies it. like it. the ladies like it. The ladies like it. The ladies like it. All right,
1: should we keep the show moving? Keep it moving. We gotta get to that party, Rob, so let's let's keep it going here. Uh, all right, so now we can we can get into some awards. We'll we'll list off the nominees. We are getting into the Blackwater Award for Best Fight and or Battle Scene. This was a classic Last season, there were a lot of great contenders in the mix. Uh, The Red Viper versus the Mountain was the big winner with 36.9% of the vote last year. But it was close against Brienne versus the Hound last year, which was 34.5%. And the Battle at Castle Black, I thought, was a big surprise that it only got third place, 17.9% of the vote. Lots in the mix this year. Let's talk through the nominees. Here they are. Uh, Up first, Brienne and Podrick versus Littlefinger's Goons from the House of Black and White. Ron and Jaime versus the Dornish soldiers in the Sons of the Harpy. Barristan the Bold's last stand in Sons of the Harpy. Tyrion and Jorah versus the Stone Men in Kill the Boy. Ron and Jaime versus the Sand Snakes in Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken. Jorah pulls a gladiator in the Fighting Pits in The Gift. The Battle at Hardhome from Hardhome. The Murina Fighting Pits ambush in The Dance of Dragons. And the Boltons versus the Baratheons in Mother's Mercy. Mm-hmm. Rob forecast this for me what's going to happen here what's happening here in a second
0: i think it's coming down to the battle at hard home and the marine fighting pits and i think it's going to be hard home and i think it's
1: probably going to be not close okay dj sammy slayer who won the blackwater award for best fight and or battle scene
3: Wife, is the winner heart. And my heart is at hard home with
0: you walkers yeah yeah
1: <laughs> congratulations so cool. to the battle at hard home so cool. yeah battle of hard home that's enough dj sammy uh yeah the battle of hard home is the winner best fight and or battle scene of season 5 and it was not close it was a runaway. Yeah, what uh, is vote total? Huge blowout. 82.37% of the vote goes to the battle at Hard Home here at Throners Volume 2. Uh, big 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 win for Hard Home. The episode that I one of the episodes that I missed live because I was away on vacation. Vacation. Uh, vacation. Uh, I was so disappointed. Nothing in the world could have been better than being in front of a TV set watching Hard Home that night. Uh, so I was very disappointed to miss out on that live recap. I do think uh, that battle was just breathtaking and awesome. And, you know, we talked a lot throughout our coverage of Game of Thrones season five, Rob, of what are like the iconic moments from this season, like in terms of the series. Is there anything from this series that stands out as a top five or a top ten moment from the whole show? And I mean, maybe not top five, although potentially top five, maybe. But I would say top 10 is the Battle of Hardhome. It was such a surprise coming in at episode eight and not episode nine, where you usually think the big shock is coming in. Um, It was a big surprise to book readers because the Battle of Hardhome is just something you hear about. You don't see it in the books. Jon Snow is not there. He's there on the show. It was incredible. A lot of information conveyed. Valyrian steel destroys White Walkers, turns them to ice as DJ Sammy uh, sang so eloquently. Um, and the Knights King with his big come-at-me-crow moment. That was so cool. Uh, so no surprise here in my book that Hardhome is coming away with this. And you were right. Marina was second at 6.86% of the vote. Yeah. I mean, really, no one was close. The battle at Hardholm, if we're talking about best fight in
0: the entire series, I think it probably is still the winner.
1: I think so. I mean, I, I really do love that Mountain versus the Viper. I thought that they did such an excellent job with. But in terms of just you know, that the construction of the scene and the way that it built and the way that it made you care about characters that you had just met, like Carsey the Wild Thing, who is a contender for some awards tonight, who is only in it for 15 minutes, dies in the episode, and your heart breaks when she does. It was masterful. It really was. I think it's some of the best work that Game of Thrones has ever done.
0: Let me just ask you a quick question. Did did we invite the Night's King to the ceremony?
1: I don't think so.
0: Okay, good. Uh, good. i think yeah. that would be bad if we invited him
1: he he might be welcome here though i mean we we would never have uh, a lukewarm drink all of our drinks would be frosted beverages throughout the night mm-hmm. king yeah okay it could be good the night's king sounds like a guy who's gonna party all night long yeah maybe maybe we whiffed on this plus the fact that he is coming to turn us all into zombies maybe we could have curried some favor mm. so you think it would be good to get on his good side But I mean, we had to take a side, you know, we had to, we, we, you know, we had to pick either the Night's Watch or the Walkers or the Wildlings and the Wildlings. We have a separate party for them. We have a a room for them in the, in the VIP lounge. We have the Night's Watch elsewhere. And I think just to add the White Walkers in the mix, I think would have been, um, you know, one gang too many tonight. It's too much. It's too Too much. much. It's too much. Okay. All right. You want to move on to the next award? Yeah, that's that was not even close. I don't. I can't imagine that anyone is mad at the Battle of Hardhome winning the best fight and or battle scene. Okay. What what kind of chatter are you seeing, Rob? Everyone's happy. Everybody's everyone's
0: on the same page. No controversy.
1: Yeah, a, no controversy there. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's let's keep this train rolling. Let's get into some some of the blood and guts and gore. This isn't best fight and or battle scene, but. Death remains heavy in the air. We are talking about, of course, the Red Wedding Award for Excellence in Horrible Death. Last year, once again, the Red Viper took this as well. Uh, In addition to winning the Blackwater Award, the Red Viper's head exploding was number one with a bullet or with mountainous hands crushing your face, I guess we should say, with 68% of the vote. And Joffrey's death at the Purple Wedding, that got 14.9% last year in second place. So it was a true, true blowout last year. Let's go through the nominees for this year's award, for the Red Wedding Award for Excellence in Horrible Death, and let's see if we find some similar results. Here's, here's who's up for the award. Jon Snow gives Mance Rayder the gift of mercy in The Wars to Come. Jon Snow puts Jano Slint's head on the chopping block in High Sparrow. Daenerys executes Masador and makes history in the House of Black and White. Over a sand spears the Sea Captain through the face in Sons of the Harpy. Barristan the Bold dies in an alleyway in Sons of the Harpy. Viserion and Rhaegal have a Myrhanese lord for dinner and kill the boy. Ramsay flays since Sansa's Winterfell friend in The Gift. Carsey the Wildling dies at the hands of some baby zombies in Hardhome. The Sons of the Harpy pull a red wedding at the fighting pits of Myrene in The Dance of Dragons. Stannis burns Shireen at the stake in The Dance of Dragons. Solis commits suicide in Mother's Mercy. Elaria kisses Marcela goodbye in Mother's Mercy. Brienne kills Stannis, or does she, in Mother's Mercy? Theon totally Samantha's Miranda in Mother's Mercy. Arya Stark gives Maren Trant a Tarantino makeover in Mother's Mercy. Ollie kills Jon Snow for The Watch in Mother's Mercy. Those are the nominees for the Red Wedding Award for Excellence in Horrible Death. Rob, what are you thinking? I really like Tarantino makeover. Did you you coin that? I think so. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Pretty good. I think it's gonna come. It's a good hashtag. We're gonna come down to a couple of nominees here for me, and it's really gonna come down to how do people define most horrible death? Because there's, I think there's three different definitions here. All right, lay them out. First, we have the Tarantino makeover, which was, I think, by definition, the most gruesome and red viper esque death that we had of the season. Where it it was disgusting, a disgusting. Death. Then we have Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, though. Right. Then we have Stannis with Shireen and sacrificing her to the Lord of Light, which was horrible on another level of this was horrible to watch. We're seeing a little girl burned at the stake by her dad. Also horrible, but in a different way than the Maren Trant thing. And then we have the third definition, which is Jon Snow being killed by his friends, a betrayal to a beloved character, which also I could see people seeing
1: that as horrible. And people are obviously they're they're high on the Jon Snow thing. He won MVP. uh, Ollie won LVP. Battle of Hardhome wins best uh, best fight. Um, So could the Jon Snow train keep rolling along here? Could we be looking at a Jon Snow clean sweep of the Throners volume two? I don't know which
0: way the voters ultimately go. I I think it's the ARIA thing. That's where I would put my vote because I think that is, by definition, the Red Wedding Award for Excellence in Horrible Death. Final answer? That's going to be my final answer.
1: All right, DJ Sammy Slayer, sound the alarm. What do you got, Sam? That's right, Arya. She killed Bill, and by Bill I mean Marin Trant. She gave Marin Trant a Tarantino makeover. Forty three point eighty nine percent of the vote. She wins the Red Wedding Award for Excellence in Horrible Death.
0: Wow! Congratulations to Arya and Marin Trant. Marin Trant, I hope it was worth
1: it. It was worth it. You know, he's a little worse for wear at the show right now at the at the VIP. But I'm I'm sure he once he once he hears about this, he's going to be very. Excited! Uh, he's going to be very pumped to know that he is part of Throner's history. Was this a close vote? Um, it was not super close. Uh, second closest was Stannis, burning Shireen, and that was twenty three point five percent of the vote. And after that, nothing was even remotely close. Okay. Uh, we had a we had a bottom three of. Danny executing uh, Mossador in Marine. Mm-hmm. uh People were not in on Obera Sand impaling the Sea Captain. People don't like the Sand Snakes uh, and Celica suicide. Those were the bottom three. Right. Stuff Those that happens are the off screen.
0: Hard to really uh, put a vote in for.
1: Hard home to put in a vote for.
0: Yeah,
1: is okay. what you were trying to say. All right. So how I think you they got it, got it right. How did Jon Snow do on this one? Jon Snow, he got twelve point eight five percent of the vote, so he was close. He was he was in the mix, but it really it was Arya's to lose. It was disgusting. It was so awful. It was so rotten. Um, you know you can hate Maren Trant all you want. And Lord knows I certainly do. But it was um it was it was fantastically messed up. Uh, it really was the Red Viper level event of season five. Hmm. Okay.
0: Let's get some feedback on this. Our Philly is happy tonight. Says, if there's any goodness in this world, Arya Stark, greatest fictional character of all time, must take this award.
1: Yeah, our Philly, a noted Arya fan. Uh, Mr. Philly, I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. I know Arya is. All that assassin training paid off. She really ninjaed the shit out of Maren Trant. Tarantino makeover, in effect. Pretty nasty, pretty gnarly. Well-deserved victory.
0: Also, our Philly has some news about
1: the guest list. Says, this just
0: in, Knight's King snubbed his invite to the Throners despite his epic
1: snowdown throwdown this season. Cold. I know, we screwed up. We screwed up. I I do worry that we will pay the price for what happened here. Mm. I'm nervous. Yeah. Very nervous. That's not good.
0: That is not good. That's not good. All right. All right.
1: Ready to move on? We keep it going? Keep it going. Let's keep it going. All right. So that is... The Red Wedding Award for Excellence in Horrible Death. Let's keep being awful. Let's keep, let's let's remain awful. This is the night is dark and full of terrors award for most soul crushingly awful moment. Last year it was uh the FT the WTF Award. Uh this year there was just so many depressing things happened on this show that we rebranded it. It's about what really just crushed us this season. What was just something that you know, took fandom by storm? What were some of the moments that really just rocked people, got people talking about the show and just being like, that's terrible. Uh, did, it, did it bug your mind? Did it just freak you out? Did it make you really sad? Did it make you want to turn the show off? These kinds of moments. These are the nominees for the Night of Dark and Full of Terror's award for most soul-crushing awful moment. Okay. Barris in the Bold dies and gives book readers a heart attack. Sons of the Harpy. Yeah, not yeah. cool. Not that cool was, TV that show. Was, that was really awful for me, I will say. Uh, Ramsey Bolton and Sansa Stark's Wedding Night in Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken. Controversial moment for sure. Jorah Mormont comes down with a bad case of the cooties in Kill the Boy. Mm. Shireen Baratheon flames out in The Dance of Dragons. Meryn Trant visits a Braavos brothel in The Dance of Dragons and in Mother's Mercy. Cersei Lannister's Walk of Shame, Shame, Shame in Mother's Mercy. John Snow dies because we can't have nice things in Mother's Mercy and every single scene in Dorne.
0: <laughs> very, Oh, very that's, see, that's a curveball because I feel very. like people, the
1: jokesters out there are going to yeah, vote for that various, one. Various, various episodes. Uh, all right. So that's that's who we're working with here for the night is dark and full of terrors award for most soul crushingly awful moment. What are you thinking, Rob? How are we going to do with this one? What's going to happen here?
0: I'd put my vote on Ramsay and Sansa's wedding night. I think that's probably where I feel like the most people were upset. Would say that was horrible. But boy, that Cersei Lannister walk of shame is in the mix. And then when you throw in every single scene in Dorne, you know that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be prone to clicking that one, especially all the way at the bottom. It's very tempting to vote for that.
1: It's very tempting to vote for every single scene in Doorknum because it really was awful.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say the worst. I'm going to go with Ramsey and Sansa's wedding night, but I don't feel great about it. Okay. As nobody should.
1: As nobody should. Nobody should feel good about it. No, we dedicated a, a very lengthy book club podcast to that moment, to that discussion. We've talked it through quite a bit. We won't talk about it too much more tonight. I will say that the winner of this award, it was not close. It okay. was not close. Let's see, with forty-eight with forty-eight point two percent of the vote, DJ Sammy Slayer. Let's get some. Let's get some. Uh, let's get some disco beats going here.
2: Burn! Oh God, yeah, we're doing this. I'm sorry if this is tasteless, but we're doing it. Burn! We have to. It's so good. This is what we must do. Burn. Burn. Admit it. You're
3: feeling it. You're feeling the heat. You're feeling the heat. Burn! burn. Not as much as the heat. But. Uh. Burn,
2: shirving,
3: burn, rapid and burn, out. Oh. Yeah! Burn, shirving, burn, rapid and burn,
1: out. Oh. Yeah. All right! Shireen baratheon come on down. Wow. The night is dark and full of terrors and so are you for winning the award for most soul-crushingly awful moment. Not even close. Shireen flames out 48.2% of the vote. This was horrible. This is terrible. It was really difficult. Difficult scene to watch and people agree the the masses spoke loud and clear. This was a horrible thing that happened on season 5 again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Very, very was horrible. Rough. Very horrible. Was rough. Sam, was that rough. was in poor taste. I have to say. I, know, Sam, I, know. Sam, I have to Sam, Sam was listening.
1: I do wonder. I mean, when you hear something like that, is Sam being honest with me about his progress? <laughs> like that's que- that's questionable. <laughs> you judgment. think he's hitting the bottle again? I don't know. I'm not, I shouldn't be saying that. I hope he's not listening. I know he's really focused in the booth right now, so he might yeah. not even be listening. To what is that? Saying. His muse, alcohol. Don't stop, stop, stop. He might, he, he might, he might listen to this. Um. Yeah, no, it was it was poor taste. It was poor taste, but mm. that's the that's the result. That's the result. Shireen flames out, wins the night is dark and full of terrors award from a soul-crushingly awful moment. Um, in second, who do you think was in second? I'm gonna say Sansa. You're wrong. And what is it? Every scene in Snow. John Snow. Oh my John God! God. I have uh, so such a terrible upset. read on this category. People so upset with Jon Snow's death. Second place, sixteen point twenty-eight percent of the vote. Ramsey and Sansa were third, 15.81. I think people were uh, probably tired of thinking about it. Uh, you know, it was a, we, we talked it through quite a bit this season, so understandable. Uh, but it was in the mix. Um, every single scene in Dorne was next on the <laughs> list. <laughs> it was 13% of the vote. Uh, Cersei's Walk of Shame didn't, didn't place that high, hmm. uh, 4% of the vote. I guess people are okay with that. Yeah, I guess people, people didn't mind. Yeah. Well, people don't like Cersei that much. And, you know, I, I did, I feel like I set the bar high with Cersei when we did the road to Westeros. I said, you're going to like Cersei this season. And I think by the end of it, we liked her more than we did. Yeah. And we certainly felt for her and everything, but still got a ways to go. Still got a ways to go with Cersei. Okay, this is some uh, of the reaction here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Also, just to report that uh, Jorah Mormont's cootie spot, no one really cared. He got one vote. Mm. One person, from him. i guess people aren't afraid of the cooties from him
0: look. Okay. Yeah. well it's not cool that's a stigma yeah it is it's gross okay sarah blackfire says uh nope sorry this is the only time i would root for that sansa and ramsey
1: scene boo Earns. no burns burns not boo Earns, burns <laughs> boo urns baby burns A uh, spicy wasabi x ex- yes,
3: inferno <laughs>
0: Uh, i hope someone is making gifs right now of josh dancing
1: gif away (laughs) i'm dancing right now keep it going word on on the street
0: is that uh maester paul borges is on it
1: (laughs) i love maester paul get at it get at (laughs) it get at it uh yeah so there you go night is dark and full of terrors some uh, baratheon inferno and no one cares about Jorah Mormont's cooties. Just another blow to poor Jorah Mormont. Things just never go that guy's way. Hey,
0: what about Andrew Fair, who says, well announced, Sammy Slayer. Shireen deserved that one. She's dead and Sansa lives
1: on. Yes, Sansa lives on. Uh, Sansa, you know, she will, she will rise again, hopefully. Uh, like, like the North. The North remembers. So uh, she will remember and she will make sure to, to give us a soul-crushingly awful moment next season by bestowing it on somebody else. That's my hope. Okay.
0: That's what I would like. All right. Are you
1: ready for the next category? Let's get going. Let's get going here. Um, Let's get to uh, an award that I like quite a bit. The Where the Seven Hells Did You Go Award for characters who decided not to show up at all this season. Because there are a lot of characters in Game of Thrones who come and go uh, mostly through the proverbial moon door. Lots of people die on this show. But they're then the people who just vanish. Without a trace, don't show up at all for a season and you don't know why. Um, so this is where we mock them. This is this is where we say, screw you. We should have seen you. Why weren't you here? That's what this award is for. Here are yep. the nominees. The characters who we just didn't show up. We didn't show up. Uh, first up, Bran, Hodor, and Mira. New <laughs> to the list this year because they were all over season four, but they are absent entirely in season five. Uh, we have returning champ Gendry. Gendry, who won this award last year with 43.8% of the vote. Uh, we've got Rickon Stark and Osha. We wonder where where they are. Walder Frey, responsible at least in part for the Red Wedding. Mm. Where's that guy? Balon Greyjoy, still MIA. Benjen Stark, who we almost got an appearance from but uh, was was very cruelly teased and ripped away from us in the Season 5 finale, but Uh, We are still hoping Alistair Thorne has some information for us at the after party. Uh, And Sir Pounce, the cat. The royal cat who did not appear at all this season. The cat's meow. No Sir Pounce. Rob, what's going on this year? Who do you think's got this? It's gotta be Bran, Hodor,
0: and Mira. And you could forget about Mira because nobody's worried about Mira.
1: Even even, uh, Gendry after winning in a landslide last year?
0: No. People don't even remember about Gendry. Wow. Harsh. Yeah. It's he might Brandon. be like the
1: last Baratheon with a claim to the throne
0: at this point. He could be a crucial guy. He might be, but I, when you go two seasons without
1: seeing him, then then we don't and care just anymore. like, F you, you jerk. Why you big-timing us here at the throne? Right. right, too cool for school, Gendry. Right, right. Do you think we'll ever see Gendry again? I think that's or tricky. Story Did he drown? <laughs>
0: I think that they sort of p- painted themselves in a corner there with with gendry because as i listen to the audiobook that that storyline it happens to a different character a different yeah. one of robert's bastards who gets put in the boat by
1: uh <laughs> right who is it edric storm correct
0: yeah yeah how about that so i don't know i think they're like oh i don't know what to do with gendry now let's just forget about him
1: all right well let's uh let's cue up dj sammy slayer who for this one he brought in uh a guest a special friend of his oh this this is a track from sir billy of house joel uh whose uh house sigil is a piano on a long island shaped field let's hear from sir billy
3: Hodor, 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 Hodor. 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 Stark and Mira are still with Hodor somewhere up north of the wall. Sitting around with the tree guy and the kid with the bombs. Nobody looked any more than these 3 no-shows and the three-eyed
1: raven. We never knew that we would want more from that storyline.
3: Hodor, Brand Stark, and Mira rocked the fence throughout season five. Hodor.
1: All right. Wow. Thank you, Sir Billy of House Joel. And screw you, Brand and for dissing us throughout season five. They are indeed the winners of the Where the Seven Hells Did You Go Award for characters who decide not to show up at all this season. And it wasn't close. Again, it was 38.75% of the vote. Gendry was closest at 19.84%. Wow. So people didn't completely forget about Gendry, but people were mad at Brandon Stark. Mm. A great job by
0: Billy of House Joel with a that hit song. a little weird alish, I will say. <laughs> that but, <guy>. A hit <laughs> song, Scenes from Hot Pies Restaurant.
1: Uh, I thought it was uh, Scenes from a Weirwood Restaurant. From Weirwood Restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wedding of red. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle of Dornish red. <laughs>
0: An army right. of whites. Yes. Yes, watch out for the whites.
1: Watch out for those whites. Yeah, so there you <laughs> Whatever go. Whatever Brand- kind of watch you're on tonight. Yes. Yes. Okay. Ran, Hodor, and Mira, where in the seven hells did you guys go? Where did they go? You know, we talked about this last year. You know, there was not a lot of love for those guys in Throners Volume 1. We, kind of, we weren't that worried about the fact that they were going to be sitting out of Season 5. I think by the time that we were doing Throners, one we knew that already because so much time had passed between the end of the season comic-con had come through lots of news was starting to trickle out word was starting to spread that those guys were going to be on the bench um and we were not that concerned about it I was kind of like all right you can you could take a break you can take a nap under the weirwood tree hang out with that weird dude in the tree mm-hmm. um but now we're upset did you did you feel like you missed these characters at all in in season five do you agree with this decision
0: I'm fine with it. I think just compared to the other characters, none of them were ever major characters. I mean, you have somebody on the list who's a Stark and somebody on the list who's a major fan favorite in Hodor. So right. this was majorly stacked. Nobody's like, hey, where's Rickon? Where's Walder Frey? There's,
1: there is literally a meme that says, where's Rickon? <laughs> where's so Rickon? There, there are people who have Who is Rick Who is Rickon? Who is Rick on is a, is a better question. Yeah, no, I, I think so. And, um, you know, it's funny. You say the Starks should be powerhouses in this category. Benjen Stark, who people, you know, have so many theories about and people wondered where that guy went. He was even teased in the season five finale. We are supposed to find out where he is when we talk to Alistair later tonight. Um, he was second to last here. He only got 5.16% of the votes. And so no one really cares about Benjen Stark anymore. Yeah, nobody cares about him. Sorry. And Walter Frey, Walter Frey, bottom of the barrel. No one cares about Walter Frey, which surprised me because I would think that everybody would want him to show up so we can just like stab him in the face. <laughs> yeah, so we, we all... just give him the Tarantino makeover. Well, they're the
0: getting box. they're getting their fill of him
1: giving Tarantino makeovers on the strain. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Maybe, it's like we he, see him. He's too busy uh, giving Tarantino makeovers to the Strigoi. <laughs> Strigoi! Okay. a show we will never talk about on poster recaps ever again. All
0: right. Let's get, let's get another couple of uh, comments from you guys, from from the small folk. Uh, this is from uh, SmacksLab, who says, Sir Pounce was my vote for missing character. That cat must be very busy. Sir
1: Pounce uh, came in third place on this one. <laughs> he was in the mix. He was in the mix. Sarah says... The meow mix. He was in the meow mix. Yeah. Sarah says, Gendry
0: is rowing a boat with all the other missing characters. Is that true?
1: I buy that. They're all in big trouble if that's true, though. Yeah. If I put
0: these up, can you can you read them also? I can. OK, here.
1: Why don't you take this one from R Philly? OK, uh, R Philly by the old gods and the new special guest appearance by Sir Billy of House Joel at the Throners. This joint just blew wide open. I know, uh, you know, really difficult to get him away from his uh, cushy gig at Madison Square Garden to to come here to High Garden and, and you know, rock the Throners volume two is pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate it. It's very costly, so I hope you guys appreciate it as well.
0: Yes. Well, thank you, Billy. Thank you.
1: And DJ Sammy had to pull a lot of strings for that one. Okay. Are you ready to move on to the next category? Let's move on to the next category. Uh, The Purple Kelly Award for Most Invisible. Edit. Obviously taking its name from Kelly of Survivor Nicaragua, who is famously Purple Kelly because no one knows who she is she is you know you know the purple is applied to so many people purple has a different connotation in game of thrones but purple kelly the definition stands it means you were on the show but where were you Mm. i didn't really see you so there's a few candidates for it this year that are major characters so this this could be interesting here's here's who up who's up for it which character had nothing left to suck Yes, exactly. Uh, who wanted to milk the cows so badly? This is the nominees. These are the nominees: Marjorie Terrell, Littlefinger, Varys, Roose Bolton, Arya Stark, Brienne of
0: Tarth, and Ghost, the Direwolf. Wow, I'm surprised Arya Stark gets nominated here for most invisible
1: edit. Arya Stark. You know, when you look at how many episodes she was in this season, she was only in six. Hmm. She missed four episodes completely, and then in a lot of the episodes she was in, she was only in it for like a minute. So mm. I'm not shocked that she's in the mix here. Not shocked that she's in the mix. Well, that's what I'm, happens when you try to become no one. I think that's no true. One does, no one gets airtime. I will I will say, and I'll just say it right away, no one thought that Arya was too invisible. She only got 2.38% of the vote on this one. She's safe. She's not winning this award, which is good. This is an award of shame. Yeah, you she's don't wanna-
0: no longer able to have visibility. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. It could be a different story for next year. But no, I, I Maybe hear, people have um, misread it. Yeah, I hear that we have a new Aria chapter coming up fairly soon, actually. Uh, so that's that's something that we can... Look forward to, but let's cut to the chase. Let's uh let's announce this one. DJ Sammy Slayer happens to be friends with someone that you admire very much, Rob. You yeah. and I both. I think it's got to
0: be Varys. Got to be is,
1: Varys. He is he is friends DJ Sammy Slayer with none other than the legendary Roy Detrice. Oh wow! He's the narrator of the A Song of Ice and Fire audiobook. So he got Roy Tates to record a little something to announce the winner of the Purple Kelly Award for most invisible edit. Sammy, cue it up. Edit.
2: Barris. The itsy bitsy spider let the Lannister out of his box in Philanthus. Where did he go? The spider would shout. Out went his plot line until he showed up in Pirine. Let's hope next year the spider won't go invisible again.
1: Aria. Okay, all right. That's, that's enough, Sam. We'll listen to the aria chapter later thank you roy detries thank for, you roy uh, detries for, for hopping in here at the throners oh, and reviewing was the, so that was that was roy detries setting up the next chapter which is about oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> let's cut it off we got business to do we've got we've got, we've got other stuff to, to take care of real inside uh baseball <laughs> for the people who listen to the games runs audiobooks wow so Varys. yeah where was he the whole season why, why waste know, him You know, what's interesting, too. Varys almost won this award last year, Uh, like very, very close. Uh, Ygritte won last year, 26.8% of the vote last year. And Varys was in the mix at 25.6% of the vote, only nine votes shy of that title. So Varys, two years in a row in the mix and winning this year. Very disappointing. Um, Ghost, the direwolf, was nipping at his heels Uh, (laughs) for this one with 23.77%. We wasted two seasons of Varys in his prime. It's unfortunate. You know, hopefully, you know, he was he and Tyrion were the winners of the season we the of the storyline we were most excited to see next season, the Winner Comes Sooner yeah. Award. Um and we only got three episodes of them together, I think, before Tyrion breaks off with Jorah, and then we don't see Varys again until the last scene of the finale. Um now that we have Tyrion and Varys Running Marine with uh, Grey Worm and Misande as the figureheads, you like to think that that is going to be compelling stuff. Uh, but you know, bummer season for Varys, which sucks because Varys is Varys is the man. Bummer. All right, take this question from Spicy Wasabi. Okay, uh, who is the winner that will use his or her acceptance speech to plug a personal cause or charity? Who is who is going to be uh, the? Is it going to be Joey's uh, filet mignon uh, pizza? Gillies is oh. that, is that what we're towards? <laughs> who's going to plug their Twitter handle first
0: let's see who would do, who would do something like that probably not not Varys he's too savvy for something like that Hodor no. Hodor.
1: I don't know well yeah. his Twitter <laughs>
0: handle is at Hodor, Hodor would have to show up <laughs> in order to do that <laughs> so just by uh, Hodor 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 yeah. I think he'd just be promoting his... Uh, that's He's actually like Chris Pratt. His Twitter handle is actually Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. That's right, that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he tried yeah. to plug that. Yeah, so he tried to plug it, but you know, I don't. Th- it gets kind of lost in translation. They played the music. They played the they music. Played, they played the music. Okay. All right, shall we keep going? <laughs> sure, let's go for it. All right, let's keep going. Let's move on. Let's get into the Two Swords Award for Best On-Screen Duo. This is another favorite of mine. This is, uh, who, which two characters worked really well together this season, whether it was for, you know, lengthy storylines or if it was just for scenes, you know, what were, what were some of the stories that were really compelling with just two characters last year? It was a runaway. It was 81.3% of the vote for Arya and the Hound. Uh, it was an absolute blowout. Um, not as much of a blowout this year. It was actually, it was actually fairly close, uh, between two, uh, two different duos and a third that was also in the mix as well. These are the nominees, Arya and Jake and Hagar, Brienne and Podrick, Cersei and the High Sparrow, Cersei and Marjorie, Daenerys and Drogon, Davos and Shireen, Jaime and Bronn, Jon Snow and the Night's King, Jon Snow and Tormund Giantsbane, Littlefinger and Sansa, Tyrion and Daenerys, Tyrion and Jorah, Tyrion and Varys, Sam and Ghost, Sam and Gilly, Sam and Maester Aemon, and Stannis... And Melisandre. Well, Sam and Maester Aemon with a nomination. Listen, we're trying to, you know, get him something here. Come on. Wow. We're not, pay- we're not paying him. <laughs> Gotta throw him a bone. Boy, what's going on here? What's your bet? This is tricky here.
0: I would have to say of these these people that are on this list, boy. I think it's Tyrion and Daenerys, but boy, they didn't really share the screen for very long. Yeah. I don't know. This was not a season that really had a great pairing. Didn't Tyrion have a and Joram, maybe, but uh-huh. I'd say it's Tyrion and Daenerys and mostly just for the
1: buildup to get to it. All right. Well, uh, DJ Sammy Slayer, once again, he called in a favor. He called in Sir Pharrell, Lord of Happy Home. Oh. A ridiculous cowboy hat on some frickin' field. I don't know, is his house sigil. Uh, let's hear it from Sir Pharrell. Announce this one for us.
0: Okay, here we go. He's a half-man.
3: Clap along yeah. if you feel yeah. like an imp without a shame. He's a half-man. along if you feel like Danny's in the room to stay. He's a half Yeah. Are the is of
1: best friends? Hey, Jorah, that sucks for you. That sucks,
3: Jorah.
0: <laughs> wow, That's what a what us. a production number.
1: Wow, wow. Thank you, Sir Pharrell of Happy Home, uh, announcing <laughs> Tyrion and Daenerys are indeed the two swords for best on-screen duo. It was twenty-five point thirty-nine percent of the vote, and interestingly. The runners up were Tyrion and Varys, and Tyrion and Jorah. People love Tyrion <laughs> when he is together with interesting characters. Yeah! Wow! Good for him! Good! Good for, for him! Good for Tyrion! Yeah! No, that that was nice. You know, Tyrion was was the was really the big shot at the Throners Volume One. He even had his own category this year. He doesn't even have his own category. I think that this is first blood for Tyrion here tonight. Isn't that right? Yeah,
0: first time he has brought home a throner.
1: Yeah. I actually think this is the first time ever that Daenerys has uh, won a Throner. She had a really terrible Throners Volume 1. Yeah. Well, she had
0: a terrible Season (laughs) 4.
1: She had a rough Season 4. She was in the Uh, mix for LVP. I think she was. I think she was. But here she is winning an award with Tyrion. And I do think you're right. I think that, granted, it wasn't a lot that we got between Tyrion and Danny in Season 5. But the fact that we did get... The fact that we did get anything was just real payoff in something that had been building up for a very long time. Again, this is something that hasn't even happened in the books yet. So it's the show hitting fast forward on storyline. And the scenes between them were terrific. You know, the the chemistry between Amelia Clark and Peter Dinklage is really uh, fascinating, fantastic. And uh, I think these are two actors who must have been really pumped to finally get to share some screen time together um after you know knowing each other in the convention circuit and award shows and things like that but never getting a chance to play off each other two of the most iconic shows uh two most iconic characters on the show um i think that the build-up is worth it but it is sad news for jorah who once again swing and a miss no good for jorah
0: yeah he really would have liked to have shared the stage with danny
1: it would have been nice. You know, he's been trying to, to get there. Now he's just looking longingly as she's giving her acceptance speech. And uh, I don't know. It's bad. Sir you know? friend zone. Yeah, sir. Friend zone. I mean, it would have been awkward to have him up there because we do have him in a hazmat suit right mm-hmm. now. So, yeah. you know, he's not really well dressed. So maybe we're saving him uh, some embarrassment by not putting him up in stage in front of everybody. Yeah, I wouldn't be
0: handing him the trophy myself
1: no <laughs> no 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 uh but you know Tyrion and jorah's storyline in a dance of the dragons the fourth uh or the fifth book rather uh was one of my favorite parts about that book and i think that the show did it decently well um but I, there's there's so much more to it in the books that i feel like we could have seen on the show this season so maybe it just didn't resonate with people the way that it does uh in the books i don't know no okay. good for no good for Jorah. Uh, no one into Sam and Ghost. No one into Stannis or Melisandre. They both got one vote apiece. They were bottom of the barrel here. So no votes for Stannis and Melisandre. No, 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 no. People are out on them. People are out on Stannis okay. and Melisandre. How do people feel about Tyrion and Danny, Rob? I think people are feeling
0: very good about Tyrion and Danny. they because vo- they voted for them. But I think they're just they're just uh, happy and nodding and then just uh, thumbs up. And people more. Uh, When there's outrage, I think I really want to really want to weigh in. Yeah. I think people are very, very satisfied with this conclusion for best duo.
1: Okay, All right. Well, let's get into some controversy. Let's get into a controversial award. This was one of my favorite awards last year. I debated whether or not to keep it around for Throners Volume 2, considering that the award that this is built around, the person that this is built around is not even in season five. Mm. Um, But how could we talk about a Throners without acknowledging Hodor, who has already won a Medal of Shame. He has an opportunity to take another one for excellence in Hodor, the Hodor Award for excellence in Hodor. However, he has competition this year. So here are the nominees for the Hodor Award for excellence in Hodor. Okay, here we go. Hodor. Hodor.
0: Hodor. Hodor? Hodor!
1: 1 1. 1 1. Oh, one, boy. Well, one so won is, last year? Uh, Hodor won last year with 33.8% of the vote. Okay. Big, big reaction for Hodor uh, at the Throners Volume 1. This year, we allowed 1 1 in the mix because we needed a substitute, Hodor. I think that that was fair. Do you
0: agree? I think it's very fair. And I, I think, it's think very fair. next year, we're going to ta- be talking about how. In the second annual Throners, that third, the third annual. No, next year when we do the third, we'll be talking about the second and be talking about how one, one, one. Wow, you think one, one, one? I think one, one, one. Wow, and what do you think? Do you think it was close? No, wow, all right. Well, I think all the Hodors are going to split the vote, and I think one, one
1: will win. All right, DJ Sammy Slayer cue it up. We got a song from uh, the hottest boy band in Westeros. 1-1 One One Direction. Let's hear it.
3: 1-1, you're who new Hodor like nobody else. The way you crushed all the zombies <laughs> was super swell. And when you on the ground Dead, but we can't because you are a you're not even Hodor. and Hodor, you are still
1: Alright. Wow. And I thought one one, 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 direction. one one direction showed up. Can you believe that the crowd is going wild? Wow. I thought that they had split up. No, uh we just lost uh Jon Snow from the band. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's out. He's out. Ollie is still there. Uh, We still have, uh, I think, actually, it might just be Holly, honestly. (laughs) And just like some four uh, or three other random young Night's Watchmen. Wow. 1-1 Direction uh, has announced, 1-1 has indeed snatched away the Hodor Award for excellence in Hodor. By default, by the fact that he was here this season and Hodor was not, uh, 1-1 got 59.31% Fifty nine point thirty one percent of the vote. All the hodors combined could not compete. Mm. Uh, and reigning champ Hodor only got fifteen point one eight percent of the vote. How quickly we forget. Nine sight out of mind. How far how far the Hodor have Hodored? <laughs> so, you know, Hodor's not even at the at the party. He's not even here, so I uh, who knows if he's even upset about this. Yeah. How's 1-1 taking it? one ones he is wasted. <laughs> that dude is drunk, And rightfully so. This is, a, this is a big moment for him. It's his coming out party. He's pumped. He's psyched. No one understands what he's saying right now, but that's really no different than just 1-1 anyway. But he, I do believe, is uh, slurring his giant speak. Yeah. I mean, he's getting out of
0: control. I saw him before. He had a, a water cooler filled
1: with gin. Yeah. Well, you know, he was preemptively celebrating. I think he knew he had this locked up. Yeah. Uh, which, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that. I feel like, you know, uh, I do think the writing was on the wall with, with this one. So, uh, you know, on the on the wall of Westeros, because uh, he wrote his name on it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I feel like celebrating a little early, I don't know how that makes me feel, especially, you know, for a controversial award like this. But one one, you are still beautiful. And Hodor, you are still Hodor but not the winner of the Hodor Award for Excellence in Hodor this year.
0: Yeah. I heard that 1-1 was so drunk, his blood alcohol content was 1-1. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: That's high. That's high.
1: That's high. one one That'd kill a normal person. A 1-1 blood alcohol content level. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Boy. So Reactions people are... Any surprises from the from the masses? Yeah. Yeah. Lab is saying, Hodor is probably at home crying. Probably. Uh, I was going to say this. He have, does he even have... Uh, You know, internet where he is up north of the wall. And then I forgot that Brand can warg and he's probably warged into the crowd and is letting Hodor down as mm. gently as he can. So yeah. I do feel bad. I do feel bad, but at least he could have showed up or at least RSVP'd. Yeah.
0: Okay. This is from our Philly. First major upset of the evening has led to Hodor being escorted out of the Throners after he broke a flagon on 1-1's head. I think that's just a Hodor cosplayer. Mm. don't do that, don't that yeah that's a bad but idea cosplay
1: is no good that is a, that is a bad idea did, did you know this josh uh bail bard says by the way martin named him after named one one after phil sims quarterback for the new york giants whose jersey number was number eleven one one or one one i did know this and you know that i don't know sports but i do know game of thrones and i do know this bit of trivia uh george r martin had um a friend who uh, had there, – there was some sort of bet that his friend was a, was a Dallas Cowboys fan, and there was some sort of bet between him uh, as a Cowboys fan and George as a Giants fan, and the, the friend lost, and so the reward was George would create a character. He has a character, Giant, named 1-1 after that jersey number, uh, and in A Dance with Dragons, and actually in the fatal scene of Jon Snow in A Dance of Dragons, uh, 1-1 is seen tearing apart a man named Sir Patrick who is wearing um, a silver star on a blue field. Hmm. And he rips him apart. So he uh, lost
0: the bet, but then he had to name 1-1 after a player from his favorite team? That doesn't seem to make sense.
1: George won the bet, yes. and so he, he ripped apart his friend. He had 1-1 kill his friend. <laughs>
0: okay that's Six sense
1: of humor on that guy
0: yes all right yeah. better and better to name somebody after phil sims than will sims right
1: at this point current time yeah. yes yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah okay are you ready to move on arena already got uh got burned alive and celebrated for it tonight we don't need to bring will sims into the mix <laughs> okay. fair enough okay. fair, fair enough. enough all right let's move it right along new categories we have some new categories in the mix uh this year which is which is really exciting um, we will start off with something that I think is appropriate given what we saw in Season 5. We had a lot of conversations about this topic. The Ned and Cat Memorial Award for Parents of the Year. Uh, we talked about good parents, bad parents all throughout Season 5. We had great examples of both. There was a time where we thought that Stannis was by far and away the best father in Westeros. And then he burned his daughter alive at the stake. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe early favor for Stannis will still play a role in yeah, this. If people cast their right-in vote early, that might help. Right, them. exactly. So here's who we've got. These are the nominees. We have Jamie Lannister, Cersei Lannister, Doran Martell, Gilly, Carcy the Wildling, Kevin Lannister, Mace Tyrell, the Night's King, Elena Tyrell, Roose Bolton, Stannis Baratheon, and Solis Baratheon. Mm. What are you thinking here? Boy, that's that's a tough, tough
0: list. Tough list to pick somebody. I'd say.
1: I do think if this was the first half of season five, if we were just going on that, I think that Stannis would be walking away with this without a doubt. But maybe he's still in the mix. Well, they gut punched you with that. They they really set you up like, oh, Stannis, what a good guy. Like, oh my goodness, what a guy. I don't know. I'd say Gilly. I don't know. Gilly. <laughs> you think that Gilly's going to win awards? You think that there's been that much of a turnaround on Gilly that she's going to walk away from last year as LVP to winning parent of the year? Jamie Lannister? I, I don't know. There's no standout in this one. No standout in this one. All right. Well, let's cue it up. Once again, we have a cameo performer that Sammy Slayer has lined up for us. This is Sir Rick of House Springfield, who is sigil is sunglasses on a true detective cameo field. Let's hear from Sir Rick. Play it up.
2: Jamie is your dad Yeah, I know he
3: is your uncle too But that's because he had sex with your freaking mom Bobby B is not your father, you're the product of incest Now you're bleeding from your eyes You got poisoned by a sad snake, I just know it Jamie's holding you in his arms, regretting the fact that he just spent the whole year in dawn. I wish you would never gone to dawn. Why did we waste a season like that?
1: All right, Jamie Lannister, parent of the year.
0: <laughs> wow. I uh, like
1: how uh, the song one, turned one, from one instead handed, of... One-handed one clap. One-handed clap for Jamie Lannister. The song went from... <laughs>
0: Think about his daughter dying, about how the storyline sucked in door Well, it
1: sucked. It sucked. And, you know, Sir Rick knows, uh, you know, he knows he's got good taste. <laughs> he knows what's up. That's the bigger storyline than Jamie being a good dad. But no, Jamie was a good dad. His whole storyline, as much as it sucked, was built on the fact that he wanted to make good uh, as a dad. He feels like he's been an absentee father because he couldn't be out in the open about it. You know, he's her uncle, which, you know, It's kind of weird. Is he still kind of his uncle? I mean, publicly uncle, uh, but actually father. Uh, And she seems to be okay with it when they have their big moment at the end. And then she just croaks. Mm. (laughs) Bleeding from the face. Very sad story. Very sad story for Marcella Baratheon. Uh, Great job, Sir Rick. Uh, And congratulations, Jamie Lannister, who won this award uh, pretty handily. One handily. uh, (laughs) 29.73% of the vote. Yeah. Uh, Runner up Stannis Baratheon. Ooh. 17.84% of the vote. And Carsey the Wildling was in the mix. 15.8% of the vote. See, Hardhome Hardhome did some good stuff. They introduced the character and killed her in 15 minutes, and she's a top three finalist. In uh, the net and cat. Memorial yeah. Award. Well, so that's the Stannis good. thing, what happened
0: was that, you know, that website, Vote for the Worst, that they were trying to get people to vote for Stannis for Parent yeah. of the Year. They were trying to make it like Stannis, a joke.
1: Stannis Jaya?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Stan Jaya.
1: Stan Jaya? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I could see that. <laughs> By the way, no one cares about Kevin Lannister. Zero votes. Zip. No votes. Zip. Sorry. No votes for Kevin he Lannister. He let Lancel become this freaking freak, this faith militant freak. So, you know, bad dad. Sorry. Bad dad. I don't know that he's the worst dad in the mix. You know, he didn't burn his kid alive. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. fair. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Uh, reactions to Jamie. Are people happy for Sir
0: Jamie here? Uh, I think that people are just okay with the news of Jamie.
1: You know, he's got to have something. You got to give the guy
0: something. You got to give him something. But I think that uh, maybe they're just uh, still upset about the loss of Marcella.
1: All right. Well, that's fair. That is fair. Okay. hold on. We have a a reaction from Andrew Fair. All right. Andrew Fair says, come on now. Jamie's been present at the death of two of his three children now. So are they saying is that bad luck charm? Bad luck charm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, hey, nobody can say he's been an absentee dad. He was there.
1: He's there for their, for their biggest moment in their life. Yes, Their, fi- their final moment. Um, I hope he stays away from Tommen. Stay away. Keep him away from Tommen. Uh, Alright, do you want to move on? Yeah, let's keep moving. Alright, how about this? This is another new category. Red Viper Memorial Award for Best New Character. Uh, lots to choose from this season. Let's see who walks away from it. This is the field. Ario of Dorne, Arya 2 of the House of Black and White, <laughs> Doran Martell uh, High, the High Sparrow is in the mix. Carcy the Wildling is in the mix. Maggie the Frog in the mix. Malco the Slaver who is Mr. Echo from Lost and Adebisi from Oz. Uh, the Mountain Steen, the Frankenstein version of the Mountain is in the mix. The Sand Snakes collectively are in the mix. Tristane Martell is here and 1-1 the Giant
0: as well. Wow. I think it's going to be another big night
1: for 1-1 the Giant. Uh let me just say, you don't fly 1-1 one, one Direction out to the Throners just for one <laughs> performance. Let's hear it again. 1-1 one, one Direction reprise.
3: 1-1, one, one, you're our new hogar like nobody else. The way you brushed all those eyes yeah! super swell. And when you stop on the ground, Valerian, we yeah. 1-1 the you one one. One. You're not even Hodor and, and Hodor you, you are still
1: Yes! 1-1 Good night for the big guy 1-1 one, one with
0: 39.9% of the vote here Boy Josh, I'm following everything that's going on on Twitter, and I was looking at uh, One One's Twitter, and I saw Gilly is tweeting to him at at, at One One. iHeart at One One Direction. You are you are uh, the uh, the new my my new heartthrob. Wow. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, man. Good thing Sam is in the booth. There's no internet internet in the booth. Yes. No internet in the booth. And Sam also, as part of his uh, his 12-step program, he's ruled out Twitter. He was really into social media. So he's out on that. So, guys, please, if you see him at the after party, don't let him know about that. Mm. Keep that to yourself. One-one is the Red Viper Memorial winner uh, of Best New Character it's It's actually surprisingly decently close. High Sparrow was second with 23.94% of the vote. Really? People voted for High Sparrow? Yeah, and then Carsey the Wilding at three. Once again, top three. Top three for Carsey. I think that's respectable. 12.8% of the vote. And I think what this says to me is that we didn't have a lot of great new characters this season. (laughs) No. This wasn't a great season for new characters. I think... um, you know, a lot of established characters got a lot more to do this year, but the whole Doran storyline was just swing and a miss, strike three, you're out. And, uh, you know, we're, we just don't care. None of those guys registered here. Ariel Hota, the bodyguard of Prince Dorn, is the bottom place finisher here with 0.31% of the vote on the Red Viper Memorial Award for Best New Character. So I think that this is... You know, we've talked about this a lot, Rob, about where does season five rank in terms of the grand scheme of Game of Thrones if you rank the seasons. And you and I both have agreed that it's uh, second to last ahead of season two, perhaps. I wonder how that'll hold up in history. I do think that this is an indictment of season five that they really didn't introduce a lot of new characters that really reached out and grabbed us. Yeah, And you would think with two books that were adapted, was it an embarrassment
0: of riches or does it speak to not that many great new characters in the the books? I think I know what you're
1: going to say. Um, I don't know. I I feel like there are people from uh, I you know I I don't know. There there aren't a ton of people from who are, who are introduced in book five. Ah, uh, that's not true. There were people in book five that could have gotten introduced on the show. The show doesn't seem to be interested in those characters. We'll talk about that a little bit during the book club award that maybe some people want to put their earmuffs on for. Um, we will we will get into that in a little bit. Uh, but there were some characters from book five that I think could have made the leap into season five and could have been really compelling. Um, whether or not we see them in the future or they're just being sidelined from the show is another, another story. But we didn't really introduce too many compelling characters in the season five. I think Dorne was a big miss. Uh, and I think that the show was really expecting us to latch onto Dorne a lot more than we did. Okay, let's go to the next cat- category. All right, next category is going to be the Tywin Lannister Memorial Award for Best villain. We lost Tywin Lannister last year. He was a terrific, terrific villain. Very sad that we lost him. Did we make up for it this season? Did we get any new bad guys in the mix this year that we really, really enjoyed watching on screen? Here are the nominees for Tywin Lannister Memorial Award for Best Villain. Hilarious Sand in the Sand Snakes, High Sparrow, Littlefinger, Marin Trant, Miranda, The Night's King, Ali, Ramsey Bolton, Roose Bolton, and Stan is Baratheon. He sneaks in here because of all the bullshit that he did.
0: At <laughs> Boy, best villain. Mm. He really only had one episode, but I think I would say The Night's King. You would say The Night's King?
1: Yeah. And how come? Why would you say The Night's King?
0: Because he was awesome, and I think that you just hate Ramsey Bolton. He's not even like uh, that good of a character. You just hate him.
1: Okay. All right, DJ Sammy
0: Slayer, cue it up. What do we got?
1: Ramsey Bolton, you were wrong. Uh, I was wrong. People love to hate Ramsey Bolton. 38.69% of the vote. He is the best villain of the season. I voted Night's King. Uh, Night's King was close. 30.27% of the vote. Uh, And I will say, uh, DJ Sammy Slayer was really disappointed when he got the final results for this. He was really looking forward to singing uh, I'm the Night's King to the tune of R.E.M.'s Night Swimming. Oh. We all missed out. We all missed out. That would have been really good. Um, so are you surprised Ollie's not in the mix here? Only 6.8% of the vote on this one.
0: He's not even a villain. He just sucks. He just sucks. He just sucks. Just, he's just the Ollie that sucks. He's the Ollie that sucks. Yeah. So no one cares. What, no you, one cares what, you, what are you going to do? But, yeah, do so congratulations to uh, Ramsey Bolton. How are things going at his
1: uh, after party? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Who was his date? It's like the the leftovers of Miranda. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's a it's a bunch of Miranda goo in a jar. He's Yuck. into it. He's into it. He likes it. Oh. He's kind of a Samantha. All right, Samantha All right. would be into it. Are you surprised to see Ramsey take the top spot here?
0: Uh, slightly, slightly. I thought it would be the Knight's King, but again,
1: it's not. I'm not shocked. I feel like uh moving forward i think you know one of the things that's really exciting about season six is the white walker threat uh has been looming all series long but we really can't put it off much longer with hard home in the mix that was such an insane thing and i feel like season six has to blow that up even bigger uh and i think that the knight's king is the true villain of this piece he is the guy that we really got to be worried about all this petty infighting and politicking and you know vying for the iron throne not going to matter much when all of Westeros is covered in ice the night's king wants to do that presumably so i think night's king misses out but i think we could be night swimming next year that's my prediction i'm planting the flag now i think we're going to get night swimming next year night swimming next yeah. year yeah.
0: okay all right that's josh is calling prediction. his shot
1: I'm Calling him my shot
0: all right Are you ready to talk about the book club (laughs) nerd alert award? Yeah,
1: the book club nerd alert for, uh, the book character we miss the most. Uh, this is, you know, not everybody's a book reader who who listens to this. So if you want to tune out for five minutes or so, all is forgiven. Uh, but this is something we've had a really loyal, uh, you know, a group of people who've been listening to the Game of Thrones Book Club podcast that Terry Schwartz and I have been doing since season four that Antonio Mazzaro and Jessica Lee spectacularly subbed in for during the Hard home episode. Book Club is one of my favorite things to do here on Post Show Recap. So we wanted to bring in a little bit of the Book Club flavor here for the Throners earmuffs for the next two, three, four, five five minutes. We will be fine through it. Rob, you have started reading the books. So this is exciting. So you you might be able to to weigh in on some of these characters. Some of these characters will be unfamiliar for you. Okay. Here is who's in the mix. Arianne Martell, who is a princess of Dorne who is not on the show. Cold Hands, who is a dude north of the wall that helps out Bran Stark. Uh, The Greyjoy brothers. These are uh, Balon Greyjoy's brothers play a big role in the books. Jane Poole is the woman in the books who is taking the place of Arya on the show. Arya has taken her place on the show. John Connington, a very interesting character who appears in A Dance with Dragons, who is buddies with, uh, back in the day, he was buddies with Rhaegar Targaryen. Lady Stoneheart, who is somebody who, I feel like at this point, many people have heard the legend of Lady Stoneheart. If not, no spoilers on that. Patchface, he's a jester, he's a court jester, he's a clown, he's a fool, he's kind of a dork. He is in service of Stannis Baratheon. Penny is a a dwarf that Tyrion meets on his travels with Jorah. Uh, We have Quentin Martell, who is the son of Doran Martell in the books, who is not on the show. That's Tristan Martell on the show. We've got Strong Belois, who's basically my favorite character of all time, who is a eunuch who travels with Barristan the Bold and hangs out with Daenerys Targaryen and he eats locusts, and he fights people, and he takes dumps on their bodies when he is done fighting them, mm-hmm. and he carves a notch into himself when he... Uh, or he lets people strike him in battle, and then he goes into, into crazy mode, so he's proud of his scars. Strong Belwas is the best. Wyman Manderley is also really cool. He is a northerner who has not appeared on the show. Young Griff, I have in quotes, it's possible that we could get a Young Griff on the show, so I won't elaborate too much. And then the final option for people who were just voting through and didn't know what to do. I just said, vote for Strong Bellwas if you don't know who these people are. Okay. Strong Bellwas is the best. Okay, So that's what we've got. Who do you think is, uh, in your limited book knowledge, you've gone through three books at this point, Rob. Do you have any favorites here?
0: Well, I do feel like the final option to vote for a Strong Bellwas if you don't know who these people are, I feel like that's going to put them over the edge.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cheating. <laughs> but I'm organizing the throners and I'm allowed to do this. Yeah. I'm letting, I'm, I'm letting myself do it. So, you know, if we were to combine the strong Belois category and the vote for strong Belois, if you don't know who these people are, uh, the first Belois, the just the authentic, straight up Belois got 14.15% of the vote. And Belois B, vote for strong Belois, if you don't know who these people are, got 19.87% of the vote. So maybe people were just voting for Belois because they didn't know who that guy was. Um, but here's who authentically won on their own Steam. Hit it, Sam, in the tune of Reek's Zombie or Ramsey's Zombie. Let's hear it. New lyrics. Here we go. I should have put the spoiler alert in the front, but it's in the back. Yeah. Spoiler alert in the back, party in the front, spoiler alert in the back. Lady Stoneheart wins on her own steam. Congratulations, Lady Stoneheart. I don't think we'll ever see her on the show. We've been waiting seasons for it. I think her time has passed. Oh man. I don't think we're getting it.
0: Yeah. I did see there was some buzz that people thought maybe she was gonna come into the season finale
1: this season. Yeah, in Mother's Mercy, but nope. No, 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 no. No Stoneheart. And if she's not showing up there, it's way too late at this point. I think that we're out on Stoneheart. I think the show is conserving some of like the the magical resurrection type of stuff, because I really do think that they need to really sell us on Jon Snow coming back. He's coming back. Jon Snow has to come back. And I think uh, by, by bringing Lady Stoneheart back, by bringing Catelyn back, I think that that would kind of cheapen the reveal on Jon. So I think that they're just cutting it i think that they're sacrificing i think that the show figures whatever use she has in the books can be fulfilled on the show with different characters okay Uh, so that's that's that strong bell was you know strong showing from strong bell was he really wanted to sing a number he's actually rob he's a big fan of truck 108 oh uh and he he got to hear you talking to tim all in and Ryan Elder, uh, the other week, uh, on Truck 108, so he really was inspired by um, a Wanda Shirk original, and he wanted to give his interpretation. So let's, let's just okay. hand him let's, the us let's, let's play that. Let him say one word real quick.
0: What an intro. What an intro. It's so good. Very beautiful.
2: I'm strong Was hear me roar. I eat locusts and I like war. And it's bullshit that I'm not on Game of Thrones, because back in season four, I would've took a dump right on the floor after killing a Mirini's champion. Yes. He would've. Yes, I am friends with the bald guy Barriston. Barry paid the price. Even though he doesn't die in the books, he doesn't. I wish I could eat all your locust trees. He does. I am strong, strong. I am Bellwas, Bellwas. I'm strong, Bellwas.
1: All right, strong Bellwas. Thank you very much for showing up. Even though you're not on Game of Thrones, thank you for attending the throne. It does sound like the reason why you like him is because of the pooping. I love that. I think that's great. It's a great scene. It's the scene on Game of Thrones back in Season 4 when, when Dario uh, Noharris fights mm, the Myrinese yeah. champion and he kills the guy and then he pees on the bye, and that's fine, but in the books they, they put Strong Bellwaz up in, into this role. Strong Bellwaz is like, I got this. This is easy. They float out the Myrinese champion. He kills him. Uh, everyone in Meereen is super upset because this was like a warrior that they all really loved. And then Strong Bellwaz just takes a dump on the dude. That's how strong Belwaz rolls. He's a badass. <laughs> he's good. He's strong Belwaz rules. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Okay. He's more O'Doyle than one. One, I think, actually. Hmm. Um, uh, there was also uh, there was a character who appeared in an episode in The Gift uh, this season that uh, that cuts Tyrion free. Um, that you think that maybe he's gonna he's gonna kill Tyrion, but he just cuts him loose. And a lot of people thought that that was kind of a wink and nod to strong Bellwaz. I'd like to say it was. Okay. But I think that. I think that's the closest we'll ever get to Strong Belwaz on the show. All right. All right. Elitist... Jer- <laughs> this is from our Philly. Elitist jerk book fans here at the Throners are shocked and dismayed by Strong Belwaz's loss. Locusts are being thrown everywhere. Oh, Don't no. eat the locusts. The locusts are poisoned. Oh, no. Poisoned. Don't eat them. Are they from Dorn? They are from Meereen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but maybe maybe the Sand Snakes got into the stash. Yeah. I could see it. Okay.
0: I could see it. Also, our Philly is tapped in. He really knows a good sense of what's going on. It says Ramsey yeah. Bolton is now taunting Stannis for defeating him for the second time this year while accepting his award. Things are getting tense at the Throners.
1: Yeah, and Stannis is grinding his teeth into sawdust at this point. Oh man,
0: what a what a tough couple of months here for
1: Stannis. It's okay. It's okay. You know,
0: can't okay. say he
1: didn't bring it on himself. All right, let's start bringing this thing home. Hard. What home. do you say? Let's start bringing this thing hard home. Uh, let us go to the penultimate award of the evening. The Winter Come Sooner Award for Season 6 storyline you're most excited to see. Uh, we have a lot of plot lines up in the air right now leaving Season 5. There are lots of different cliffhangers going on and uh, lots of possible interesting stories as we pick up in Season 6. So let's run through some of the options. These are the nominees. Arya Stark, Blinded by the Faceless Men. Bran and Hodor together again Brienne and Podrick doing uh, who knows what? Cersei's revenge against the High Sparrow, Daenerys Drogon and their new Dothraki pals, Jamie's revenge against Dorne, Jon Snow's resurrection, it is known, Jorah and Dario on the road, Littlefinger's next move, Marjorie's next move, please not Dorne, anything but Dorne, Sansa and Theon assuming they're alive, Stannis Baratheon assuming he's alive, the wall and the fallout of Jon Snow's murder. The White Walkers' his next move. Tyrion and Varys running Mureen. These are the people that are in the mix. And just to give you a refresher of how it worked out last year, it was a really tight race um, at the top. It was, it was almost a three-way tie. Arya Stark's storyline won out just barely with 20 point, 21.9% of the vote. Tyrion and Varys were in the mix there with 21.2% of the vote. And the King's Landing drama... Uh, had uh, 21% of the vote. So those are front runners coming in this year. They were really strong leaving season four, going into season five. Now leaving season five, going into season six. What are you thinking, Rob? What are we excited about?
0: I think it's either please not Dorn, anything but Dorn, or Marjorie's next move. That's what you think. I think those are one of those two. Are those the ones you're the most excited about? (laughs) Yes. uh, I think it's got to be the Jon Snow thing. Got to be the Jon Snow thing? got to be the Jon Snow thing
1: big night for Jon Snow. It's
0: a big night for for Jon Snow. We have to see if he comes back, right?
1: I think we do. Alright. No more suspense. DJ Sammy Slayer. Cue it up. Whoa. It's happening. It's happening again. He's coming back. His eyes are changing color. Wow.
3: Wow.
1: Snow Dog Millionaire. Snow Dog Millionaire. Wow. Snow John Snow. John Snow. Big throners for John Snow here.
0: Big, big night. Big night for John Snow.
1: Big night for John Snow. of the vote here. Not even close. Once again, people are really hoping for Jon Snow to come back. Uh, 38.75% of the voters are going to be really mad at me if Jon Snow doesn't come back. Boy. (laughs) They're going to be pissed. Lots of pressure. They'll be
0: like, I'm pissed. (laughs) I'm pissed. So, (laughs) So, boy, Josh, you really have a lot riding on this. If Jon Snow, if season six happens, and it's like, yeah, Jon Snow is pretty dead. Let's bury him. Uh-huh. Boy, uh huh. Boy, that's gonna be
1: <sighs> that'll be bad. Yeah, I'll get run out of town. You're I'll get really gonna, gonna get a story. lot of email from you
0: said he was going to be back. You told You're me not to sorry. be upset. But the eyes, the
1: eyes, The, <laughs> the eyes, eyes changed color. They didn't change color. They dilated. You jerk. Um. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. I think Jon Snow is coming back. It is known. I really do believe it. I'm putting all my eggs on the Jon Snow resurrection basket. I think he's coming back. It's the storyline I'm most excited to see. I've been waiting to see this payoff uh, for the past four years. Having having read A Dance of Dragons, and it's been so long since we've gotten uh, any information about what happens next. But there's so many theories out there for why Jon would come back. Eyes aside, that I really think that it just it has to happen. It's going to happen. Um we'll see it and I'm excited for it too. Cersei Lannister closest uh, to Jon Snow 13.28% of the vote. Her revenge against the High Sparrow and everything she's going to do next. I think people are pumped about that as well.
0: Yeah. Well, it's got to be pumped up. You got to be pumped yeah. up to see it, where that's
1: going to go in King's Landing next season. Yeah. Uh, no one else was even in the mix. Okay. No, no one else is even in the mix. Arya, who was uh, the winner last year uh, at 21.9% of the vote, interestingly, has 2.19%. Yeah,
0: people are, got
1: burned on that. Burned on Arya. Uh, Tyrion and Varys, who had 21.2% last year, have 7.6% of the vote this year. Okay. Uh, and Jon last year only had 9.5% of the vote. So, big turnaround for Jon Snow from Season 4 to Season 5.
0: Yeah, well... Max Lab says, I don't think we see Jon
1: Snow until season seven. No, no, no. I think we're seeing him next season. See him. I, I say Jon Snow back on his feet within the first three episodes and even more ambitiously by the end of the premiere. Okay. That's my call.
0: Yeah. You got to think, it. you know, five minutes left in the premiere. We're going back to the wall,
1: right? We got to We got to You know, I've seen a lot of talking. Even Terry Schwartz, who co-hosts Game of Thrones book club, she has floated out the possibility. What if we don't go to the wall in season six at all. Uh, That would, that would jive with Kit Harrington saying, I'm not coming back next season. Yada, yada, yada. You can't yada, yada, yada through the wall. That's the best part. You know, that's, that's the line. You can't yada, yada the best part. You know, it's the line in the sand. It is, it is the wall in the snow. Uh, We have to, we have to go there. The white walkers are coming. It's been so fast and furious this season. The threat is looming large. We can't miss a season at the wall. And I don't think we could miss the wall without Jon Snow coming back. So I think Jon Snow back in season six for sure. Quote me on it. And if I'm wrong, I will. I don't know. What should I do? What should I do if I'm wrong? You
0: should let Strong Bellis stand over you. no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. At you next should go to Throners. Taco
0: Bell with Strong Bellas. All right, I'll go to Taco Bell with Strong Bellas. And then see what happens. And then see what happens. A chalupa. And then, A chalupa. And then you should cut him.
1: A chapupa. <laughs>
0: yeah. It'll be really bad. All right. all right. Really are bad. we ready for the award of the night?
1: Let's close it out. Here we go. This is basically the best picture of the Game of Thrones Throner Awards, Volume 2. The win or die award for the season's best episode. This is the equivalent of best picture. We are going to decide... Which is the best episode of Game of Thrones, Season 5. The options are the nominees The Wars to Come, the very first episode, The House of Black and White, High Sparrow, Sons of the Harpy, Kill the Boy, Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken, The Gift, Hard Home, The Dance of Dragons, Mother's Mercy. Rob, who's got this? It's got to be Hard Home got to be it's hard to
0: be it's it's first of all it, it can only be hard home dance of dragons or mother's mercy those are the only three those are the only three and it has to be hard home
1: those are definitely the top 3 yeah i will just i will i will say that now those and are the top 3 good for game of thrones on ending on such a high note this season they, they closed season 5 really well i think you know i think i think season 5 it was a rocky road. It was uh, it was a lot of darkness to get through. And not that there isn't darkness at the end. I mean, literally, the last thing that we see in Mother's Mercy, Mercy is just the worst thing that could happen to people who love Jon Snow. Um, and, you know, tons of other terrible things happening in that episode. But they were powerful episodes. They were strong episodes. They were really well-constructed episodes. Um, let's see which one is the champion. We will bring out... One last musical act. One last celebrity. Out of retirement. These guys haven't played in a while. Let's hear from White Sand Snake. Oh, White Sand Snake.
0: Cue it up. Get it ready. Here we go. What's happening? Is that Gilly dancing on a car?
1: That is.
3: Here we go again. Hard home's the best of season
2: five. We love you, hard home. You complete us. Seriously, you're so cool. love you. Bye.
1: Hard home, keep it going. Just let it play. The best. Are you happy, Rob? Yes, yes. Keep it going, Sammy Slayer.
3: Seriously, we love freaking hard hole.
2: Excited for Hard Home, here Uh, Hard Home, seriously, the best. Congratulations, best
1: episode of Game of Thrones, season five.
0: Do you want to let this run, Sam? Full stop. Oh my god. How happy are you, Rob? Hard Home. Uh, it made, made my night. It made my
1: night because I was going to be very one.
0: upset if uh, Hard Home. How did,
1: could it have gone any other way? Hard Home, and it's not close. 73.5% of the vote here. The win or die award for the season's best episode. And I really do believe in the running for one of the best episodes of Game of Thrones, period. Okay. Mother's Mercy, second place. 13.95% uh, of the vote. Dance of Dragons, 9%. Those are the two closest. Hard Home, Runaway. big winner of the night everything in the north big winners tonight yeah huge night in the north the north remembers
0: (laughs) they remember to vote at least alex says john snow was huge today he was he was huge he needed this yeah great job by john snow lots of fuel behind that john snow fire boy our our philly is really tapped
1: in here josh whoa did you see this about ollie now People are reporting seeing Ollie slink out the back with his date, Sir Alistair, while John's cold body was carried off the stage. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. This is like the, what is it? Source awards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah. Wow. John Snow
1: dead with excitement. Yes. I think yeah. he just
0: painted. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Oh, I don't know. Can you say that or no? Uh, eh, uh,
1: yada, yeah, yeah. yada, 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 yada. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, no, Jon Snow coming back for sure. But in the meantime, if he does die, he had a badass episode in Hard Home. Uh, and, you know, Hard Home, not only a great episode because of the big battle at Hard Home, but, you know, the great scenes with Danny and Tyrion. Uh, the two of them kind of trading notes and family history and um, a really long-awaited scene between those two characters. So lots of really good stuff in Home. I think pretty definitively best episode of the season and, again, top episode of Game of Thrones. It's up there, really high up there.
0: Well, what a Throners Award this has been tonight.
1: It's been great. It's been great. And, um, again, can't thank uh, Sir Kurt of House Clark enough for for setting this up, for getting He's our polls best. up. the best. The tabulator that rides, that guy is the man. I believe that he is on a boat right now, actually. Really? With, yeah, he, with, with Gendry? Maybe he's with Gendry. He's on a cruise. Maybe Gendry is captaining the cruise. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cruising along. Sir Kurt of House Clark with some much-needed R&R uh, for uh, a birthday getaway. So happy birthday You're as well. He's not going to go through old Valeria, early. Early. is he? it's possible maybe watch when he out. comes back we want to avoid touching uh sir kurt watch out watch out for that 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 quark curse is gonna have a little extra cooties yeah. on it next
0: time when and we comes what a great job sam did putting all this music together
1: i'm yeah. so impressed yeah big thanks dj sammy slayer uh you know sobriety looks good on this guy yeah uh, he's really putting a <laughs> putting
0: a nice career together for himself
1: well, he, he does have one more number lined up. You know, I think it, it's, it's um, we, we should let, we'll turn the mic over to him. He wanted to sing a little something and he just wanted to let everybody know that the big, I think the big reason why Sam is doing so well is because even though we booed Gilly off the stage last year, Gilly has, you know, come back from that strong she's been a real support system for Sam. And so he just wants to sing a song to her. I think that that's fair. We can, we can give him the mic okay. for this, right? All right. That sounds fair. Okay. All right. Okay. Sam Slayer, let, Let's close, close this out. Okay. Here we go.
3: Up at I met a girl who was so fine. She's the daughter of a monster. Her name's Gillian. Oh my, oh my, Gilly. Oh my, Gilly. Oh my, Gilly. Oh my, I'll protect you and little Samwell down in Old Town. Oh my, oh my, Gilly. Oh wow. my, Gilly. Oh, no. Oh, my. Kelly. Oh, no. oh, no. Oh, my. My. You're my girlfriend. And we did things. Oh, my. Kelly.
1: Oh, my. Okay. All right. Let's all cut All right. Back. This is going and in I the wrong 1-1 direction. Wow. Yeah. Certain 1-1 one, one direction that we don't want to go all the way through. We're very happy for you, Sammy. Sammy Slayer and your new career. And we wish you all the best. Remember, if you were one of the first 50 to vote at the Throners, You've got the directions for the VIP party. Please don't tweet those directions out. Please don't send any ravens about where the party is being held, but you can buy DJ Sammy Slayer's merch at the party. He would appreciate it because we did not pay that guy shit to be here.
0: Wow uh Lab talking about the show tonight says josh did a much better job hosting than neil patrick harris did at the oscars
1: uh don't be mean in nph nph can do no wrong (laughs) was nph (laughs) bad at the oscars i didn't really have an an impression to be honest this is why we can't have nice things because people wanted neil patrick harris to
0: host the oscars for years and then he did and and just complained about it better
1: than seth MacFarlane. come on
0: (laughs) you guys are real douche now well, maybe sam is gonna get a shot at this after he's shown <laughs> his style.
1: i hope he has a bright career ahead of him. Sam and gilly
0: gonna gonna has a the real, it was
1: a real uh, a real happy story for that guy you know things have really turned around for him i'm very proud of sam
0: yeah all right well josh what what a fantastic night for game of thrones and post-show recaps and the throners it was huge it was huge
1: it, it was as huge as one yeah, one yes the hashtag and, and, and special thank you for one one direction flying all the way up yeah. here that was amazing yes yeah, so i gotta say that's gotta be the hashtag tonight right one one direction hashtag one one direction i mean it's in the contract it's in their rider that yeah. we have to use their name as the hashtag
0: and if you made it through the throners and didn't didn't flip to something else then we really do want to hear from you send us that hashtag josh is on twitter he's at round howard i'm at rob Sesternino, and we really do
1: want to hear from you guys if you uh, enjoyed the throners tonight absolutely and although this is uh you know we're in the off season game of thrones it's going to be a long time uh before we get new episodes of the show but we will have game of thrones coverage still going on here post show recaps terry schwartz and i we like to do a lot of off season coverage of the game of thrones book club so that will still be raging on there's going to be news coming out of comic con in a couple of weeks terry and i will do a check in there and i've also really been trying really hard to get together with Antonio Mazzaro and Jessica Lee, we started recording a podcast. The guys who who did such a fantastic job filling in on the Game of Thrones book club a few weeks back. We started recording something over the weekend. My internet was horrible, so we weren't able to do it. We weren't able to make it work. So we're going to try and get together, and we're going um, to do something. We're not even going to try. We're going to do something. We're going to record something at some point this summer. So there's more Game of Thrones content on the way. Uh, and uh, plenty of other stuff going on here. I post your recaps to whet your appetite. But I do hope you guys like the Throners. That really is our big send-up to Game of Thrones season five. Hopefully season six is as much of a roller coaster because this show is awesome and it's one of my favorite things to talk about here with you guys. So thank you everybody for for participating, for voting, for showing up and making it possible that we can do ridiculous stuff like this on a Tuesday night, getting close to midnight my time. Yes,
0: well, thank you so much, uh, Josh, for all the hard work that you put in in organizing all of this. Fantastic job again this year at the Throners. Well done. Nicely done, Uh Josh. Volume two. Good job. Yes. All right. Everybody really appreciate this. Love to hear what you guys have to say in the comments at post Uh Real quick, Josh, uh, you want to tell us about your coverage of True Detective going on right now?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, HBO Sunday nights are still an event. True Detective season two started a week after Game of Thrones season five went off the air. Um, I have been podcasting about that with Antonio Mazzaro and Jeremiah Panhorst. Those are not live podcasts. Those are audio podcasts that we record on Monday nights. We like to give ourselves a little bit of time to chew on True Detective before we really dive into it. Um, But we we tend to post uh, question pages on posterrecaps.com starting Sunday night. So you can just leave us any questions you have about the show and we will hit them on monday nights but the podcasts have been really coming along i thought this week's podcast especially was really great so we're finding our groove we're having a good time with season two of true detective so definitely check in on that see what we got coming we'll have more stuff coming this summer we've got orange is the new black podcasts happening here with jessica lee and taylor cotter on post show recaps uh the seinfeld podcast going strong seinfeld um, now on hulu
0: now on Hulu. La, so la la
1: plenty of stuff plenty of stuff and uh, a lot more to come Uh, as the summer progresses fear the walking dead will be here rob and i will be talking about that Uh, and before you know it we will be back to game of thrones it'll take some time but we'll get back to it all right
0: everybody have a great night we will talk to you again soon take care everybody Bye.